0: This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Bybus, episode number 12, Monday Method. I don't know what you heard, but ha, yeah, she runs the show. Welcome to Monday Method. Every Monday, you and I are going to break down an efficient, productive way to build your business. Now, how are we going to do that? by creating a system around a specific process. I love systems. They are the only thing that help me stay organized and avoid shiny object syndrome. You know what that is, like always wanting to do the next project, the new thing, the greatest idea. Well, systems are the only way that I have found as a woman entrepreneur to really stay focused. Now you don't want to miss Monday Methods. So often as entrepreneurs, we lose out on time, business, and clients because... We don't know how to get more done with less. And, you know, as Tony Robbins put it in one of his CDs, you know, he said, it's not about having resources. It's about resourcefulness. And what I have found, and I'm sure what you found as well, is the moment you become a master of your time, you become a master of your life. And so at She Runs the Show, we are dedicating every single Monday episode to doing both. Monday Method specific process, developing a specific system, testing it out. Yes, that's every Monday here at She Runs the Show. Let's get down to business. Welcome, welcome to episode number 12 of the She Runs the Show podcast. Cassandra Bybus here. You know, I was just listening to the Monday Method intro and I suddenly realized I seriously dated myself. So I've got a 17, a 10 and an eight year old. And if I said to my eight year old, Ava, I said, Ava, um, do you know that CD that mommy was listening to? Ava would be like, CD What's a CD. So I was just listening to the intro to Monday method. And I thought somebody's going to listen to this podcast at some point who, is generation Z, like my eight-year-old daughter, and they're gonna be like, CD, what is she talking about? Like, the young adults you speak to today barely even remember a cassette player. They probably don't. Um, so I just stated to myself, which is okay, because I'm good being generation X and being 37, which is close to 40. I'm good with that. Um, let's get down to business. I, decided to create Monday Method. And this is the first installment of that series because I feel like as women entrepreneurs, as entrepreneurs in general, like we can just take the gender out of the situation. As entrepreneurs in general, we need focus and systems bring focus. Now I'm sure that there are online programs, online courses that you can take that will teach you A lot of the things that we're going to go over in every Monday method. So for example, I know that I want to take Amy Porterfield's Facebook ad program. She has a number of them, but there's one I know that will be coming up in March that I have to take. I want to take, I've been wanting to take it for a year. So for me, part of my professional development as an entrepreneur is knowing ahead of time what skills I need to build and who are my go-to experts for that. And one of the things I want to do with the show is make sure that I bring a lot of guests on who are experts at key aspects of our business. So you'll be able to hear their take, their recommendations, their advice on everything from how to get good sleep to how to do your Facebook ads. So that is coming. But Monday Method is really going to be a one-on-one appointment between you and me, where we talk about one specific system to implement. Because what I find that I do is when I want to figure out how to create a system for something like what we're going to talk about today with guest blog posting, I spend hours doing research. I mean hours. And that's great. But having to Google and scour the internet for everything that you need to figure out how to do a particular thing and create a system around it is super time consuming. And if you are an entrepreneur who really doesn't have all the time in the world to figure out how to do each and every aspect of branding and marketing and sales for your business, you're going to love Monday method because I'm doing all the work and then I'm condensing it into a series of resources and a weekly podcast episode that will help you just exactly have what you need in order for you to just take it already, the system's already implemented and run with the thing. So welcome to Monday Method. I will say in advance that one of the things that I've got for you that, I, that I'm in the process of compiling is a list Extensive list of 250 places that you can submit guest blog posts. And there are a lot of articles that are already out there giving you 200, 100, 500. What I wanted to see happen and what I didn't see on the internet was 250, but really that are broken down by niche so that as an entrepreneur, if you are a woman who is owns a restaurant, well, where do you post? If you're a woman who's a therapist and you're a woman entrepreneur, where do you post? I didn't see that kind of breakdown. So I'm in the process of creating a seriously extensive list. If you would like that list when it's done, be sure that you go to tinyurl.com forward slash KB guest posting 250 and sign up. I will have the list done in the next few weeks. So you'll certainly want to get the update and get the list. And then I'll update it every quarter so that you have the latest places that you can guest post. So tinyurl.com forward slash KB guest posting 250. If you would like access to that extensive list of places you can post broken down by niche. You can also go to CassandraBibas.com. I will always put the show notes up there. The links, everything will be up there under podcasts. So CassandraBibas.com. All right, let's get into today's episode. So in today's episode, today's Monday Method, we're talking about how to create a guest blog posting system, a system of where you post, how often you post That increases the likelihood that your guest post submissions will be accepted. Because it's one thing to submit guest blog posts, it's another thing to get them accepted, and then also to branch out into more well known brands like the Huffington Post, Fortune Magazine, Entrepreneur, Success Magazine. I mean, it's a process. So by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn a number of things. Number one, What guest blog posting is and why it's critical to building your brand. Number two, you're going to learn the three main goals behind guest blogging. You know, obviously you've got to know the why. So we know the what in Monday method for today's episode, guest blog posting, but you've got to know the why. Why would you spend your time doing it? Because it can be really time consuming. So we're going to talk about the three main goals behind guest blogging. The third thing you're going to learn in today's episode is how to find guest blogging opportunities. We're going to talk about that. And then the fourth thing you're going to learn in today's episode are the eight simple steps to creating a guest blog post system. Again, it's Monday Method. Monday Method, what are we doing? We're learning how to create a system so we can be more efficient and more productive in our business. Okay, so let's get it going. What guest blog posting is and why it's critical to building your brand. I just had something come to me. Let me just inter- in interject this for a second. She brand. Shebrand.com is an amazing branding website for women specifically. So if something on your radar screen is I need to build my brand. I need someone who is an expert who can help me go to shebrand.com. You'll love it. Okay. Let's get, let's get this thing started. Guest blogging is the process of creating content for a blog that is not your own. And so when you're first starting your business, you're just trying to like keep up with your own blog posting schedule, and maybe you have a podcast and maybe you're on LinkedIn and you're contributing to groups and maybe you're on Twitter and Facebook and and Pinterest, it can get super overwhelming. And so one of the last things for a brand new entrepreneur on their radar screen is this idea of guest blog posting. But it's a powerful way to build your brand because when you blog you know, on somebody else's blog, especially when you get to the more well-known individuals, you know, uh, Michael Hyatt, entrepreneur.com, success magazine. I mean, once you start building up to those really high level blogs, they have thousands, if not sometimes millions of readers, their traffic, the number of people who actually go through their site is amazing. And because Huffington Post, for example, has Huge credibility. When you get the opportunity to guest blog for them, it ups your credibility. It establishes yourself as an authority figure on a certain subject area. It builds community and connection because you're not only going to have that blog post posted on that major website, but you're going to come back and you're going to respond to comments and feedback that, you know, people leave for you up on your post. So it's super critical to building your brand and sharing your expertise with a brand new audience who may not know that you even have a blog. So it's very important no matter what your stage of business to do guest blog posting. Now, if you're somebody who says, I hate to write, well, two things. One, I think that writing in some way, shape or form is going to be important to your business and knowing how to communicate in a written standpoint, whether it's a guest blog post, or it's your email autoresponders, or it's the copy on your website. Yes, you can hire all of that out, but there's a certain piece of it. If you're going to be authentically you and if your tribe is going to hear your voice through your writing, it's got to come from you. So I think on the one hand, you can always farm some of the writing out, but guest blog posting is what really helps to establish the fact that you are an expert in this area and it gives you exposure to new audiences. So even if you don't consider yourself a writer, quote unquote, You don't want to miss out on the opportunities that guest blog posting offers because there are a lot and it takes time to build this system and it takes time to really see the results and the fruits of your labor with guest blog posting. So you've got to be consistent. You've got to be invested. You've got to see it through all the way to the end. And I'm talking like six months to a year minimum. Okay. So that's what guest blog posting is and why it's critical to building your brand. Let's talk about the three main goals behind guest blogging. So obviously, as I've said, one of the main goals and one of the main reasons that pe- that entrepreneurs will will do a guest blog post is to position themselves as an authority in the industry. So for sure, you want to position yourself as an authority in the industry, period. The second main goal of guest blogging is to get exposure or traffic back to your website. And then, you know, the third main goal of guest blogging is to build backlinks to your website. So when people read your guest blog post, then they can click on your name. They can see a little bit of bio. There's traffic that then can go back to your website. Even if you guest blog for a blog that says, we don't want any links, like we don't want you putting links to your sales page or this and that. If somebody reads your guest blog post and they love what they read, all they have to do is Google you. And if you've done your SEO right, and you've, you know, you've put enough stuff out there in the internet, they'll find you. And so the exposure alone will get traffic back to your website. And of course, the third main goal is to build in those backlinks to your website. Now, the next question that, you know, somebody who's new to guest blogging might ask is, well, how do I find blogging opportunities? First thing is, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I am putting together a comprehensive list by niche of places for women entrepreneurs to guest blog posts, to submit them. If you're interested in just having an exhaustive list where you don't have to go out and do all of the research in Google yourself, be sure to go to tinyurl.com forward slash KB guest posting 250, or you could just go to my website, Cassandra click on podcast, and then you'll click on the image for episode number 12, and it'll give you the show notes and all the links and sign up. Because once I'm done with that exhaustive list, I'm just going to send it out to everybody who signed up and you're going to have the list right then and there. No extra work, no extra time, easy peasy lemon squeezy. So if you don't want to go the easy peasy lemon squeezy way, you can go the traditional route of going to Google and searching for your industry by putting in your industry name and then submit a post or guest post guidelines or write for us. So let's say I'm a psychotherapist a clinical psychologist, and I want a guest post, I might go to Google and I would say psychology accepting guest posts or psychology guest post guidelines. If I were, um, let me think, if I were in, if I was a lawyer and I had my own firm, I might put legal advice, submit a post or lawyers, guest post guidelines or family law, right for us. I might put those in. So you begin your Google search with your industry, followed by keywords like submit a post, guest post guidelines, write for us, or accepting guest posts. Now, the other thing you can do, which are shortcuts, and I provided them in the show notes. So if you go to Cassandra dot you click on podcast, and then you click on the picture of episode number 12, you'll be able to download a PDF file that gives you all the links. It's even right on the page itself, all the links to a few really amazing articles or posts that I found online. So, the first is by Brian Keith May, and he has a post that's called 100 sites to submit guest posts. Super extensive. It gives you a lot to choose from no matter what industry you're in. So, that's one place to go. The second link that I provide for you in the show notes is by Kim Roach, and she did a post, a guest post on Buzz Blogger called 500 places to syndicate your content. Awesome, awesome post. And then the third place is Peter Sandeen As a great, I mean, his, I liked his uh, post because it covered all industries all over the place. And he gives you a list of guest blogging sites, 140 plus. Now I've got every link to those three articles right at CassandraBibas.com. Click podcast, click the picture for episode 12. You've got the links right there and you can download the show notes, but those are the ways to find guest blogging opportunities. Now, Let's talk about the eight simple steps to creating a guest blog post system. And what I would recommend you do is simply download the show notes. I don't think you need to be listening to me and taking notes right now. You can just listen to the episode, but the show notes really break down everything that I'm talking about. So the only thing that you'll want to do is print out the show notes, maybe even before you finish listening to this. So you can kind of write your own notes right on that PDF document that you print out. But let's talk about it. The eight simple steps to creating a guest blog post system. Step number one, do your homework on guest posting. So we've talked a little bit about what guest blog posting is. We've talked about what are the three main goals behind it. When I started doing my own research, there were a number of articles and podcasts that I listened to sifted through red so that I could really get a full understanding of this guest blog post journey thing. If you're a beginner, you really need to do that before you dive in to start submitting. One thing I learned in when I was in entertainment, you know, pitching reality TV shows and stuff like that is you get one good impression. You really do. Like Hollywood is a very small place. If you come amateurish and unprepared and foolish to meetings in Hollywood, to pitch meetings... A, those people don't necessarily retire soon. They may not be at Warner Brothers, but then they're going to be at Fox. They may not be at Fox, but then they're going to be at Sony. So it's a small, small world after all, as Mickey Mouse would say. So first impressions count. You want to be sure that before you start submitting anywhere, big or small, you've done your homework. So step number one is do your homework on guest posting. And in the show notes, I give you a number of blog posts, articles, and specifically a podcast to listen to before you even go to the next step. Make sure you take the time to do that overall to read all of those posts and those articles and to listen to the podcast. It took me three to four hours. So I'm also giving you the amount of time it's going to take you to do that. So you know how much time to allocate. I have to just say there's one podcast in particular by Pat Flynn, smartpassiveincome.com. The title of that episode is how to become a contributing writer on large media sites. And in that Interview. He talked to Kamanzi Constable. You have to listen to that podcast. A, it is, it's the thing that made me really get over my fears about guest blog posting and just say, okay, I've got to do this. And B, Kamanzi's success story is so amazing. It will help you get over any fears you have about, can I really do this? Can this really be my life? Can this entrepreneurial route really take me to where I want to be and help me provide for my family in the way I want to provide for them. Download, listen to, leave a review for Pat Flynn, smartpassiveincome.com, first podcast. It's on iTunes. It is an amazing, amazing episode. Again, it's called How to Become a Contributing Writer on Large Media Sites. And that's the interview with Kamanzi Constable. Again, Pat Flynn. Awesome. If you're not... You know, subscribed to his podcast and you're an entrepreneur, please do. Pat's work is amazing. And everything that I listen to, I walk away with at least three things that I can add to my business to build my brand and to build my business. So Pat Flynn, smartpassiveincome.com. So step one do your homework on guest posting. Step number two is set up your guest posting template in a Google Docs spreadsheet and fill it out. I love the Google Docs. I mean, if you're an Excel person, you know, by all means use Excel. I I just like a document that's in the cloud and that's real time and it updates, you know, in the cloud and I can use it. I'm not really cool about having to worry about my Excel document, whether it's saved or on a flash drive or I don't do the Excel thing. I do Google Docs. So create a Google spreadsheet and include the following columns. So I have a link in the show notes for a template in a Google Doc, and a Google Doc spreadsheet that you can look at. So I don't, you don't need to write this down, but again, your columns on that spreadsheet, especially if you're using Excel should be blog name, web address, audience, type of content, one to three sentence summary writing and blog style, guest guest blog post requirements. So that was a tug toaster and dates. I've added comments to current blog posts. So because you're on the journey of building this system, you're going to actually be coming back to the actual creation of the blog post later. So what it's good to do in the beginning, and this took me about one to two hours to do is create a spreadsheet where you know what blog specifically you want to submit posts for. You have their direct web address and specifically the web address that where you'll submit the blog post. You know who their audience is, the demographics of the audience, who it's geared for, who their average reader is, and you know the type of content. Now, a lot of the blogs that I came across. They do a good job right under the submit a post page where they tell you in one to three sentences who, what type of content they're, they're looking for, what their writing and their blog style is and what their requirements are. All I did was just cut and paste from what they put on their submit a post page and just put it right into each column. So type of content, writing and blog style guest blog post requirements. And then of course, one of the most important pieces to this template to the spreadsheet is dates I've added comments to current blog posts. So when you've done this homework and you've set up your guest posting template in a spreadsheet, it's not now that you just start writing the, the blog post and start submitting. They like to see that you have, you know, their material enough that you've been on their sites for a while and that you post you comment, you connect, you're a part of the community. And I think that's really important. If you want to write for a particular site like Huffington Post, or entrepreneur or success, you need to be a part of their community, you need to be of service in some way, shape or form first, you need to connect with like minded people on those sites, and read what other bloggers have written and find out what's popular, what's not popular. Contribute give. And so for me, I want to know that I've contributed to a a site for two to four weeks before I even write a guest blog post for them, because it's going to take me two to four weeks to understand their style, their audience, to see what's resonating with their audience and what's not. So you want to have a column where you say dates, I've added comments to current blog posts so that you can keep track of the consistency with which you're on those sites You're commenting on those sites, you're adding value to those sites before you ask to be a guest blogger. That's step number two, set up your guest posting template in a Google doc. Step number three is decide how many blog posts you have time to write each week. This took me less than an hour to do. So my number of blog posts, uh, guest blog posts that I have time to write each week, given my schedule is two. That's it. I wish I could tell you that I am, I'm gonna be a guest blog posting, um, you know, machine. And I know there are some people who are, I mean, they just, their productivity with guest blog posts are amazing. The reality is, is I'm a mom. I have responsibilities. The podcast is a very huge time commitment. I do three episodes a week. Writing my Kindle books, I write 3,000 words a day and I have a very aggressive Kindle book schedule. If I'm going to be totally real with myself and know that I want to be able to sleep more than five hours a night, I want to be able to, you know, spend time with my family and do the things I need to do. I have to be real about how many guest blog posts in addition to my own blog, right? That I can produce every single week. And so for me, that's going to be two blog posts a week. And that's because I understand that A, when you, when you create a guest blog post, you're giving them your best. So let me just preface this. One of the articles that I list here and that I read, one of the fallacies that that poster, that that blog writer indicated was that a lot of people seem to think that when they guess blog posts, they should give okay material to the site. Like they save their best for their own blog and they give out, they submit okay material, not their best. That's actually very, very wrong. The reality is, is you are asking another site to have enough confidence and faith in you to share your material with their audience, who oftentimes can be 100%, 200%, 300% larger than your own audience on your blog, you are giving those in, those sites your best work. I mean, like, better than even what you have on your own site. And if you're going to do that, in general, each guest blog post is going to take between 8 and 25 hours to write. So if you think about it, you've got to figure out where on your Google calendar, I use Google calendar because it's like my digital personal assistant, but you've got to figure out where in your calendar you can actually fit anywhere between eight and 25 hours to write one guest blog post. So step number three is decide how many blog posts you have time to write each week deciding should take you less than an hour. If you're spending three hours trying to decide, you're wasting time. Don't do it. Step number four is comment and post on the blogs you want to write for a minimum of two to four weeks. I really do say minimum. I think two weeks is even too little. You really need to get familiar with the audience, as I said before. So make sure that you're carving out one to two hours each week so that for those sites that you would like to write for, you're a presence on that site. You're contributing, you're giving, you're serving. Step number four is comment and post on the blogs you want to write for, for a minimum of two to four weeks. And that is an absolute minimum. And it should take you one to two hours each week to do that. Step number five, schedule a blog posting time on your calendar. It should take you, if you have a a good calendaring system, it should take you less than an hour to do that. Like everything is on my Google calendar and my Google calendar is synced with my tablets, uh, with my phone, it sends me pop-up reminders, email reminders, text reminders. So if you already have a calendaring system in place, and I also use hard copy calendars, by the way, I'm really old school about that. I like to actually open up and I got this from Joan Rivers, may God rest her soul, but she did a documentary and she opened up, she has like stat. she had, I know, don't make me cry. I love Joan Rivers, so don't make me cry. So, um, Joan had stacks of calendars that she, and she kept every year's calendar and she would, she opened it up in the documentary at one point and she said, if I'm, if this is ever blank, um, then, then I'm in trouble. I've got a problem. Meaning she likes to look at her calendar for the month and she likes to see it fully packed. And so I thought that was so valuable. So I immediately went out and bought myself a gold Two thousand and fifteen monthly planner, which I absolutely adore. So thank you, Joan, wherever you may be, God rest your soul, for that wonderful idea. Um I love Joan Rivers. I think she's one of the women that I so look up to for so many reasons. And I'm not gonna go into that because that's not what we're talking about today. But I will say life is short, people. So as women, we need to seize the day and really go after what we want. Side note, sidebar. Okay. So schedule blog posting time on your calendar. If you've already got a calendaring system, that should take you less than an hour. If you don't, um you need a calendaring system. I don't know what you're doing. If you don't have one, Uh get one, spend a weekend, set up your Google calendar, get an actual uh monthly planner for 2015 and do it, get it done. Step five schedule blog posting time in your calendar. Step six, write the titles and outlines for each post on three by five note cards. I'm Because I'm a screenwriter and I've come from a background in screenwriting, I have tack boards everywhere. Like I have three. I have a tack board in the kitchen dining room for the kids' homework. That's where it goes. I have a tack board for my weight loss goals, fitness competition goals. And I have a tack board. Well, I have a tack board for my nothing to lose 12 month challenge, which if you haven't heard about that, listen to another episode. I will talk to you about Ryan Blair. Actually, there is an episode about Ryan Blair. So the top five entrepreneur lessons that I learned from Ryan Blair, but the nothing to lose challenge has its own tack board. I'm now about to buy a new tack board. So that will be number four for my guest blog post ideas. And so what you want to do is Get three by five note cards. I suggest color. I mean, I love neon yellow and hot pink. Um, I'm not a fan of just one color. Get a whole bunch of three by five note cards and write at the top of it, the title of the guest blog post that you want to write and just a little outline of what it's going to be about and keep all of those guest blog post ideas on the tack board. So whenever you need to go to one and start working on one, all you do is pull a three by five note card off the tech board. You've got it laid out and ready to go. So step number six is write the titles and outlines for each post on three by five note cards and put it on a tack board. That should take one to three hours, excluding any trips to Walmart or Target to buy the things you need, the tax, the three by five note cards and the tack board. Step number seven, start writing the same number of blog posts each week. Again, plan your work and work your plan. In step number three, you decided how many blog posts you have time to write each week. What I need you to do in step number seven is have that. Now that you, you know, step number five, you put it on your calendar, start writing the same number of blog posts each week. Consistency is key. Consistency. You're here. Let me just say this. You're not going to see the results in terms of traffic or backlinks or additional clientele, revenue, profit for a long time. Six months, a year, a year and a half, two years. But you will see it if you're consistent and persistent. So be sure that you've scheduled time in your calendar to write a certain number of blog posts each week and that you are on those days, at those times, writing those blog posts. Plan your work, work your plan. Step number seven, start writing the same number of blog posts each week. Step number eight, be consistent for six consecutive months. I said consecutive. Consecutive. That means if you are strong month one, and then you don't do anything month two, and then strong month three, and then you don't do anything month four, you're not going to see great results. I'm just letting you know. Consistency is key. And even six months is an absolute bare minimum. So you've got to really work your, you know, plan your work and work your plan everything's got to be scheduled. You have to have that spreadsheet. You've got to know, you know, what can you really commit to on a week in week out basis? And then you've got to be consistent for six consecutive months. This is the place where you've got to believe past what you see, because you find that, you know, month one, month two, you're spending all of this time, you know, and nothing's happening. That's okay. Do not begin to evaluate the results until you've done it for six consecutive months. And if you find that at some point you're strong for a month and then you're weak for a month, start over. Start over. If you lose that consecutive step, start over. Your six months begins again. And this is helpful because I'm the kind of person, I don't want to have to begin again. Like I want... I don't want to have to start all over again. So six consecutive months consistency is key. Now we've just walked through the eight simple steps to creating a guest blog post system. As I told you in the beginning, I'm creating this exhaustive list of 250 places for for us as women entrepreneurs to submit guest posts. And they're going to be broken down by niche. If you want a copy of that and you want an update to that every quarter, so you don't have to necessarily spend all of those hours doing that. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash KB guest posting 250 and sign up for the updates. I will be updating it every quarter. You will get this exhaustive list and only the people who sign up get it. And if you want to spend the hours doing the research yourself, by all means, go ahead. But I'm a firm believer that I don't need to reinvent the wheel. If somebody can provide me with some strategies and some shortcuts that are going to help me, I'm going to say yes. Yes, yes, yes. So go to tinyurl.com forward slash KB guest posting 250, sign up for the updates. That's going to go out in the next few weeks. Other thing is I would love it if you would write a review of the podcast on iTunes. Your feedback is important to me. Your ideas are important to me. Please go to iTunes tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. That's tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast and leave a review and subscribe and download. These are episodes that are filled with so much information and so much inspiration. You're going to want to listen to them more than, more than once. I know I listened to Lewis House's School of Greatness and Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income podcast a lot more than once for many episodes, for many different reasons. And each time I listen, even to the same episode, I get something else out of it. So thank you for taking the time and spending the time with me on Monday Method. This has been how to create a guest blog posting system. Listen, find me on social media. Twitter.com forward slash Cassandra Bybus. And could you, if you uh, join me on Twitter, would you just send me a message like, hi, I listened to your podcast and I'm following you now. I just want to be able to, my my folks, my, my tweets who are listening to the podcast, I want to be able to create a very special column just for you. So we can stay connected on Twitter. Sometimes it's easy to get lost in the Twitter feed. There's just so much going on there. So if you join me on Twitter, send me a message, you know, right on my feed that says, hi, Cass, I listen to your podcast and I'm following you now. A, so I can follow you back and B, so I can stay, have my tweet later, keep up with you and what you're doing so I can share your work with the world. And then B, find me on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Cassandra Bybus. You know, I have my Instagram moments where I like post 10 quotes of things that either I'm learning at the moment or that people really need to get. Like I know somebody needs that. So find me on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Cassandra Bibus. And of course, join me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash she runs the show. Because you know what? We do, ladies. We do. All right. <laughs> Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And join me next week for the next episode of Monday Method. All right. Talk to you later.